fullback belly. Three tight ends, including Haydner. Kuhn is the fullback with the first and goal. Kuhn gets the ball. Pile Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome to the Week 9 post-game tailgate, post-red zone, pre-Sunday Night Football. This is the Fantasy Recap. I, of course, am your host, Nat the Truth Jones. With me, as always, the wolf of Rotor Street himself. This is the Fantasy Fullback Dive, brought to you by the folks at the Rotor Street Journal. Breeding, feeding, fantasy walls, paving your way to fantasy glory, and so forth. Wolf, how you doing? I'm doing quite well. I mean, I'm still alive, despite getting an absolute bludgeoning from Kyle Murray. Kyler Murray right here, just smacking me around, as he typically does, as you expect. He will smack some bitches around. Good Lord, the backhands have been brutal today, but I'm glad he's over. I need, I think, now 25 points between Will Lutz and Antonio Brown, who's apparently going to get peppered early and often, and and so too are my pants and, and everything inside them, no matter how small they are. Uh, it's it's definitely getting peppered down there. How about you, dude? Are you, you in position to win? I'm in position to win. I'm up 14 points. I was helped and awful. I was hurt by the fact that Justin Jackson fucked with me personally, like basically oh, yeah. left the game like 30 seconds into the game, came back for one play on like third and 16 randomly in the third quarter, uh, did not get the ball and then never returned to the game again. That gave me a nice zero. I was extremely worried, but then my counterpart had DeAndre Hopkins, who really did almost nothing. Kind of unheard of to see a DeAndre Hopkins three receptions, 30 yards game. That brought me right back in it. Right now, I'm in excellent position to win. I'm down 14 points. I have the aforementioned Antonio Brown going tonight, so I'm pretty excited like you are. I've also got Chris Godwin tossed in there for fun. And then I've also got the Patriots defense sitting on the Jets on Monday night. Just 14 points, you better fucking I mean, I, you know, right. If I don't, it's not like I've seen crazier things happen in fantasy. I certainly have seen that. I've gotten hosed worse than this. But, yeah, I'm expecting to win. As um, you should. So the uh, the game in Dallas, the Dallas game just went final. Steelers 24, Dallas 19. Dallas gave it a good go. Of course, they did not win because they never win. And Steelers have moved to 8-0 for the first time in franchise history. That's kind of a big deal. We also saw a pretty exciting end of the Dolphins-Cardinals game. Zane Gonzalez, usually so uh, reliable, missing a field goal, clinching the lead. Tua with another win. What? (laughs) He did a couple things, too. Kyler was more the fantasy guy in that game. was pretty awesome. Great game to watch. And that takes us. Like I said, to the week nine post game tailgate. We want to get right into studs of the week. You ready for that? Let's get on into it. Wolfpack, let us know how you did, what you need tonight. Feel free to comment on it. We'll hit the mailbag in about 15, 20 minutes, as we always do. Just want to recap our studs, duds, the cut list. If there's anyone you can get rid of, three up, three down, as well as your waiver wire early looks. So stick it out with us. We'll hit all your questions, comments. And as we go through these segments, who do you consider the, the stud of the week, the dud of the week, et cetera? Feel free to comment on in. We will be sharing those all live after we hit our own things. But, yeah, let's get right into the nominees. All right, number one, this guy, uh, what's he been back for two weeks now? And he's just kind of <laughs> taking up the stud list and the up list and the stud of the week award winner. Dalvin Cook, you might remember him. The Wolf said something to the effect of this guy is probably the overall number one player in fantasy moving forward. I believe you said that last week, correct? 
Absolutely, well, yeah. Okay. Him well, and Kamara right in contention. For- well, Cook put up 206 yards uh, and two touchdowns and just kind of like took his head. There you go, Kamara. Let's see what you can do. Um, and I want to point out, there was a lot of ground pie to be had in this game because Alexander, the dumb fuck dud Madison, also put up like 70 yards. <laughs> Absolutely. This this zone blocking scheme is firing on all cylinders. Cook is looking better and better by the week. Just a, a monster. Yes, he's been taking advantage of easy matchups, but the good news is he's got cakewalk matchups all year. And it's not like he needs cakewalk matchups, but it's good to see whenever you have that that lined up beautiful thing, just to take advantage of it. Uh, and just again, all green, one, two, three, four of his next six games in the green for matchup rankings. So this is going to continue at the toughest position to find value. Well done by Dalvin Cook. Absolutely. No Did you see him in the press conference afterwards? He looked like such a boss. He is a boss. He's the you fucking should, man. Should, if you didn't see it, you should look at him, just his outfit and just kind of his demeanor, how he answers questions. He's the coolest guy in the room, and he knew it. Absolutely. All right, another stud of the week. Um, I hope you could at least keep it in your pants when you were around other people. <laughs> I, I know when you're by yourself, it's just out flopping around all the time when, when, Oh, I'm, I'm, I was going to go in McCaffrey. Uh, uh, so, <laughs> you know, I mean, I didn't think you got the same uh, boner for I was Josh. Like, Do Allen. I love Josh Allen that right? right but now. I was like, man, I'm, I'm hyping this up. All right. We're skipping right ahead to CMC. Uh, yeah, let's, we'll just because in. I already started my intro, we'll come back to it. <laughs> I mean, you know, you were excited for this for a long time. And the point that I made to somebody uh, was just like, it seems like, you know, when people use the phrase, like they print their own money. Seems like yeah. he just kind of like just makes fantasy points out of nowhere. I didn't even think he had that great a game, really. He had like 36 PBR points. Um, 18 rushes for 69 yards. That's kind of pedestrian. Did score. But then uh, the 10 catches for 82 yards and another score, that's that's where you see the massive McCaffrey value. And that's why he's on the stud list. Absolutely. And quote unquote rotating series with Mike Davis, who was involved, but this is just (laughs) immediately back. Insert your workhorse, insert your target hog, bell cow, every single word in fantasy that you want someone to be described as Christian McCaffrey is it. And it took him no time to get smashed right back into that number one overall consideration alongside Dalvin Cook, the other running back stud of the week. Yep. All right. Let's go back to Allen now who you like. But you're not just holding a constant boner for like no, I'm not whipping the helicopter around for Allen. Yeah. But I got yeah. I got to read the banners better. Allen, 31 for 38, 415 yards, four total touchdowns, and uh, kind of a beatdown of the Seahawks. Absolutely pulverized them. Uh, one on the ground, four total, and just an absolute smashing. And my DraftKings quarterback of the week, my stack of the week. I haven't looked at how I did. I only had Dalvin Cook in one. I was like, ah, everyone's going to have him. So I got a little cute with that, unfortunately. But I think my lineups, I think I cashed. I feel pretty good about my lineups. We'll, ter- we'll tune in in a second and see how I did. All right. Awesome. Uh, our third or fourth guy, actually, because we skipped around, Devontae Adams. He's also no stranger to this list these days. Ten catches, 173 yards, and a touchdown. I, we talked last week about is is he maybe the best receiver in the game, and he actually he talked about that too. Yeah, I was right. talking with some friends of mine. I always like that when someone throws their name out there in that conversation. I was talking to some friends of mine, and we kind of said, or I said, and and they didn't disagree with me. It seems like there's three guys right now that that are the best three receivers in football. I'd be interested to know what you think. I said Devonte Adams, DeAndre Hopkins, who did not do anything to help his case today at all, and DK Metcalf. What, what, what yeah. do you think? What do you think about those guys? I mean, it's clear that Adam, as good as Metcalf is, another great day from him. 
Adams is just far and shoulders, head and shoulders above everybody else. He's averaging over 28 PPR points uh, since last year and his, his full starts. It's insane the amount of targets he gets bathed in, the, the rapport that him and Rodgers have. It's just uh, There's nothing like it. It's literally like a workhorse, but outside wide because you know you're getting 12 looks every single game at minimum, and it's just going to always be the damage. First catch of the – remember that first throw? You're just like, oh, well, here comes an Adams touchdown. It's, 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 it's like clockwork. Literal clockwork. Uh, he After those like big three running backs of McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, and Kamara – I think Adams is number four rest of season. Like there's no wow. Derek Henry probably right there with his playoff schedule, but Adams oh, yeah, right. top five at worst number five. All right. Fair enough. The guy that's going to round out our stud nominee list, Travis Kelsey, who we both don't like personally, but <laughs> we cannot deny his greatness and just the massive edge that he gives you at the tight end position. He is so far ahead of the second best tight end, whoever that is, maybe Kittle, although he's injured, so you can't even put him in that conversation. He had 10, 10 catches uh, on 12 targets, 159 yards, ho-hum. Who do you think is the second best tight end right now in fantasy? I mean, that's like you mentioned, the huge edge, because now there's no Kittle. Like Jared Cook or something. Maybe Darren Waller probably, right? Yeah, like, probably Waller. The steadiest diet of, of targets, but it's not even close to Kelsey's level. So it's just a massive, massive. The stud of the list when a tight end's getting you 10 catches and 159, like insane edge. I don't know why I don't get this guy first round every fucking year, because the teams that get him always end up being in the top four. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I mean, and there's so much to go around in Kansas City. I mean, you know, he did. You know, there are a lot of people that had good weeks. Tyreek didn't even make our up list or our stud list. He had another two touchdowns and 100 yards. I feel like in a few catches. So I mean, there's just a lot of mouths to feed in KC, and he feeds them all. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think. I mean, Dalvin seems like the winner the most points again, but but to me, I I think Kelsey honestly deserves it just because of how huge of an edge he gives. I mean, I don't know the exact number two scoring tight end as of right now, but I feel like it was Hawkinson with like 11 or 12. So when you get 25, 27, depending on your scoring versus 12, like just that 13 point gap, there's not going to be that gap in between any of these other positions. There's somebody close enough. So to me, it's winner. The winner is Travis Kelsey. What do you think? You know, I don't want to agree with you on this, but I think that you're probably right for the pretty much exact argument we both just made, which is that it's just such an advantage over the next guy. And so when your guy puts up 26 at that position and then my tight end today, you don't have Kelsey, right? No, I wish. Who, 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 how many points did your tight? I had Jordan Reed put up point fucking. Oh yeah. Uh, by the way, I, by the way, I have on the bottom of my list here in notes, I have no choice but to call the wolf out for Jordan Reed. Yeah, fuck and it. below that, I also—I mean, I mocked you for that when you said yeah. it in the first place. Deserve. And then directly under that, I have—I also have no choice but to call the wolf out on Jamichael Hasty. So anyway, we're going with Kelsey. We're going with Kelsey. I hate it, but it's—it's it's a fact. My tight ends, Mike Gesicki, had seven points. Ah. Picked him up off waivers for this game and, because and Dallas strong. Goddard is hurt, and he's also—and he also sucks. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get the duds of the week. Uh, we, we had a lot of duds. We actually had 12 guys going in uh, like a few minutes before airtime and we had to whittle it down. We it took guys where injury. Whittle. Yeah, we took guys off for injury, although there were some guys that got injured that I, I felt pretty good about having duds of the week. But we had to do some, uh, you know, parsing out process. Number one, Corey Davis, my man. This is somebody that the wolf was finally all in on me, too. I'm not going to put it on the wolf. I, was, I, I wrote an article about him. I think I had a stock up maybe on him. 
And, mm-hmm. you know, they had, what do you have, 10 catches, a buck 28 last week, maybe a touchdown too. I'm not sure. This week, zero catches, three targets, just when you think you can trust a guy, Corey this Davis. This is what he does. This is what he fucking does. What an <laughs> asshole, per usual. Like, I was thinking man. about you as I was watching that zero just stay up there for the entire 60 minutes of the fucking game. A complete and utter zero. This is the Corey Davis we all know and fucking despise. This is what we've called out for so long. But now he just built up enough goodwill for you to insert him in your lineup just to deliver it. What a fucking loser. Absolutely. There's, I, I don't even know what else to say. Just I fucking hate him. I've always hated him. I should never have ever fucking trusted this loser. Ugh. No, you shouldn't have. And the, and the sad thing is now we hate him and he'll probably put up 100 yards next week. We're, ne- we're never going to get him right. Exactly. Nominee number two. I, I thought you were overselling this guy last week. Um, yeah. But I also – anyway, I thought you were overselling him. I just didn't buy into the – it was really more the 49ers that him, than him that I didn't buy into. He ended up being – Pretty much of a dud this week, right? Yeah, uh, Jamichael Hasty was yeah. pathetic. Uh, two fantasy points. Just to make matters worse, McKinnon ended up eating for like fifteen fantasy points, a touchdown at the end of the fucking okay, game. Okay, but let, let me just say, McKinnon sucked too. I mean, he had, he had a couple good runs at the beginning of the game, but he was a he was a dud until he randomly scored a complete mop up touchdown with four yeah. seconds left. Right. Uh, who I'm facing, of course, with Jordan Reed in my lineup. Right. That, and of course, I didn't. I didn't play him. I, I played Justin Jackson instead, so I uh, was 15 uh, points on the table. Horrible. So I so made made me almost as mad as Hasty probably made you. Yeah, he he was treated though. Hasty top 20 running back, so a lot of people mm-hmm. ended up streaming. A lot of great experts recommending. Really? Did people like him that much? So you yeah, weren't even cooking your neck out as much as I. I as no, I no. People, a lot of people loved him, and I mean the the number one run D, like easiest run D in the league, mm. like, that okay. just got destroyed. It seemed to all look like it was headed his way, and then they got blown the doors off of him, and the game script just wasn't there for him. I, and he should be cut at this point. Fuck him. Like I don't want to touch him again. But he's awful. He's just fucking awful. So is this guy who had even higher. Oh, God, this guy. James, Cowboys. Against the Cowboys. Speaking of shitty defenses, oh. uh, James Conner, who's somebody, let's face it, you and I have never really believed in James Conner, uh, at no. least not for a little while, not for a couple of years. Nine rushes, yeah. 22 yards. But hold on. He did get some work in the receiving game. He had two catches for another negative two. Okay. So. Right, that's James Conner for you. Uh, the Steelers, number one. He's, they're 8 0. That was a shitty, shitty game. Absolutely. Complete crap fest in the matchup where everybody destroys them on the ground. Just pathetic. I mean, DJ Moore for a fourth nominee, mm-hmm. three targets, catches in two of them for 18 yards. What a fucking loser. How many people are we going to keep trying to justify this motherfucker for? Like, it's I'm, the worst. I'm done with DJ Moore. No, especially with Curtis Samuel, who we'll talk right, about we're later. Talk about him and risers. Like, right. Absolute loser, but not quite as bad as this guy you hinted at who you faced. I, I, thank goodness. I, I love DeAndre Hopkins in general, and I did face him, and I was expecting I'd be put up at least 20 on me because he's DeAndre Hopkins, and because he's got this great quarterback now, spreads it around, can do just about anything. Not so. Three catches, uh, 30 yards, so six PPR points. Uh, you know, I just want to point out my tight end, Mike Gusecki, outscored DeAndre Hopkins today. So I felt pretty good about that. So, oh, here's two. So Gusecki outscored Hopkins in my game. Then I got a zero from Justin Jackson. I was like, great. But then he had Corey Davis. So that oh, even perfect. That, that, right. that the donuts balance out. Right. Worked out pretty well. Uh, who's our dad of the week? Uh, to me, I feel like the winner has to be James Conner or Hopkins. The biggest names that just like relative to what's the expectation for them. Yeah, they didn't disappear and get you zero. Like Corey Davis, but I mean, 
to get under seven for DeAndre Hopkins and, and James Conner, what was he, four p- points? Four like, points and negative four yards. I mean, and that's all, it's only, you know, honestly, should you get a point for a negative catch in PPR? Probably not, but you do. Uh, I would say it's Conner. Yeah. So we, we both agree. Dud winner, Connor, uh, absolutely pathetic performance. When you mix in the, the expectations, the schedule, I get, he got game flowed, but you'd hope he's a, a three down horse that can kind of tackle the game flow and no, did not at all. So that was quite awful to see in terms of like, after the, the fact is like, you know, who do we cut after this? Like who's on my cut list? I always love the, you know, thinking about this one. Um, I think Hasty has to be. I know Hasty's got to be in your list. Tasty Hasty. You were so happy about Tasty Hasty. Just a disgusting, tasty, hasty, awful, awful. Bad taste in your mouth, Hasty. Henry Ruggs at this point, like I streamed him over Curtis Samuel. Where's the fucking warmest, like, bath and knife? Like, that was the worst decision of my fucking life. 22 (laughs) for Samuel and fucking one from Ruggs. Worst decision. I'm going to pull Mike and fucking Tom in from Game of Thrones and leap out. Awful stuff. Uh, but fucking Le- Le'Veon Bell, though. I mean, do we hold on to this guy? I get he's got the handcuff upside, but Daryl Williams is just as involved. Like, fucking, I-, I don't know. I don't know what to make of him, but I don't see any reason to hang on him outside of upside handcuff territory. He's one of those guys that's so hard to cut because right. you're just looking at him, you're like, this was like the best fantasy guy in- that there was two or, two or three years ago. Yeah. And, you know, now he's on the Chiefs and it's like, oh, that could be the perfect position. And then it's like, ah, but he's not doing anything and he's still not right. doing anything. And how long am I? I mean, roster spots are important at this point. They I'd really at least be thinking about it. Exactly. So let us know if you have anyone you're trying to think, can I cut this guy? You know, I'm considering him. We'll be more than happy to give us your take, our, our take on that. But let's talk about we I, I want to get your questions that we got. Yeah, we still got some time. Okay, I just want to make sure we don't leave anyone stranded. Yeah, 20, 25 minutes maybe. Let's, yeah, so let's we'll, go three up, three down. We'll, we'll go through them pretty quick. Uh, we might actually have like more like five up, four down, but let's do it. Yeah, uh, we're, yeah the numbers got a little, little off here. On the upswing, uh, DJ Chark and Jags passing Ooh. game under Jake Luton. They told us this was going to happen. It was a year and a half if you didn't know it was going to happen. Now this the passing game didn't go. There was a there was uh, there was somebody I don't remember who who, who was did. on our Wednesday pod got in front of it. Huh? What's that? I said there was a guy in the Jags. Yeah, you did too. I don't know what was up, but the the Jags passing game under Jake Luton. I mean, they said this was going to happen. You'd be a fool not to listen to the Jags when they talk (laughs) about their passing attack. But there was, it wasn't the whole pass. There was at least one Jags receiver that didn't do anything. I don't remember who it was, but Chark certainly uh, got a lot. And then there was somebody that got like one point. I don't remember who. Yeah, Chanel got hurt. So it could have been him. I don't know Might have been him. Oh, Cole didn't do anything. Yeah, so, so Chark, maybe it's just Chark. <laughs> exactly. It all went to Chark, and that rapport was clearly there. Uh, so Chark's value just completely revived. It looked like – I mean, I had him pretty low in my rankings, a lot of questions about him, and, and I said to bench him. So I apologies in advance. Feel free to limbass me on here, but you know, hit me up if you want to. But but you got to feel good if you own Chark. And he got married in the bye week and like maybe just like more like mental clarity. I don't know. The dude played fucking money. So good for this dude. Uh, good for Luton to have that rapport with him. And, and Luton just in general looking decent. So I, I like to see it. Houston sucks, by the way. Yeah. Um, Jerry, Judy, Broncos passing game. Similar thing we got going on. Judy went uh, seven catches, 125 yards and a touchdown. Broncos are such a weird team. Like, so weird. Well, I don't Absolutely. even know. I don't know what to make of them. They're there's they're they seem like they're out of every single game they play and then they like almost win or win them. I don't know. They they almost beat the Falcons today. I think. Yeah. 
And they, uh, yeah, they just they uh, they just barely lost. Uh, but that's the thing is they they have the offense it seems these last couple of weeks. You know, three hundred thirteen yards, two scores, as well as a rushing touchdown on the ground for Jake Locke. He's just eating in these easy matchups, and it's good to at least see him capable of taking advantage of these because he looked pathetic for large stretches of the season when he's been out there. But at least we know he can take advantage of it. Guys like KJ Hamler putting up seventy five. You mentioned Judy's huge day. Tim Patrick finding pay dirt like. It seems like Locke, whose schedule is very easy moving forward, can actually sustain some real fantasy value uh, after looking like complete crap early on. So it's good to see. It's good to see those weapons that that are very intriguing, especially Judy, who has been dominant, like running some of the best routes in the NFL, finally get the attention and the love he deserves. This is a huge rise for him that the team is finally actually using a guy that's dominated all year and just has been so underutilized. Yep. Evan Ingram, back-to-back quality games for a – shitty ass team but he did have five catches 58 yards and a touchdown and at the tight end position like we referred to before i mean that puts him in contention as the second best tight end doesn't it? seriously third third most targets at the position like he's getting the volume and finally that volume's coming to fruition for him so it just as you said at such a barren position he got dropped in a lot of leagues i i know yep. i hit him in at least two of three leagues because i was so all in on him coming into the year we're finally seeing that athleticism that we love, that the volume being coming into free. Daniel Jones is finally hitting his targets is really what it's coming down to. Uh, who, who looked better this week, too? He seems to be taking a couple of good steps. Looked good against the Bucks. Seems to be getting his confidence a little more, Daniel Jones, and finding his groove in the system. And the, the schedule does end up uh, softening up here. So good to see. And my last riser, uh, I see Mac just right back in the number one overall contention. Yep. It just immediately, boom. Not that he had that much room. I think he was seven or eight on the rest of the season, big board, but to walk right in and put up 30 something points is just, I- I'm back, baby. I'm fucking back. And yep, I love sure. you. Although sure. he did get dinged up at the end. Callers, I-, I had a, f- a handful here. Devin Singletary is he, we talk about cut list. He should have been on the cut list, right? Is there any reason to own Devin Singletary? That's why I don't even. I I would hesitate to even put him on the list just because I consider him irrelevant. It, completely irrelevant. Two carries, two fucking carries, and it wasn't like Zach Moss like dominated and got a, a ton of work, but he saw nine carries. No, but Buffalo scored an ass ton of points. Like yeah. you would you would think that he would have been involved and he wasn't. Nothing and, and Zach Moss dominating at the goal line, dominating in the receiving work, the valuable touches. Josh Allen having seven carries. So I mean, he's an afterthought. And I, I don't know, you know, their buy is coming up in week eleven. They get the cart. Like there's just no reason to get this guy lingering on your team. Get rid of him. <laughs> get rid of him. And one of our risers, you mentioned Curtis Samuel, right? Well, he had a huge day. Yeah, he had a massive day. He had nine for a buck oh five and a touchdown. Yeah, and so in light of that, where the fuck are you, DJ Moore? Uh, completely non-existent. We already mentioned him as a dud of the week, but Robbie Anderson, another 13 targets. Christian McCaffrey, 10. Samuel, 9. So yeah. a distant fourth, maybe fifth. Yeah, probably kick this guy when he's down. He, he's just a loser, absolute tool. Um, I have, and again, I liked him coming into the year, but this is this is just in too many of these for us to keep saying this guy's buy low. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Fuck him. Fuck him. He was our he, he was our bust of the week too. So we, we you know good call for us. I, I had to put this guy on. He found Pater, Jonathan Taylor. But as you said it, like when we were talking before the show, anybody watching, it, right. how could you feel good about this? Right? Yeah, he put up a certain number of fantasy points because he did score just kind of a pointless touchdown. But as I right. said to you, I saw what I saw. Yes, that's what it was. I saw what I saw exactly. <laughs> this was not good. Wilkins still out producing, out touching. It, ugh, just disgusting. This backfield's never going to have any clarity. Forget about it. 
I don't want any part of this backfield. None of it at all. And in offense as a whole, that Ravens team, no squeaky wheels getting greased, nothing dependable. Like, oh, and and keep in mind, this came in a win. Like the Ravens put up 24 points. I think they, I forget how many games in a row they've had 20 plus points, but they made a point of mentioning that it's a big deal. Their offense is always producing something. And I, as I was doing my down list, it would have been completely filled with Ravens if we hadn't edited it later because Lamar certainly could belong on there. 170 yards passing, uh, 58 rushing yards and a touchdown, but not what you're looking for. Marquise Brown, another six-point PPR game. Mark Andrews, I think, had three catches for 22 yards. J.K. Dobbins, 12 carries for 30 yards, two catches for five yards. Remember, we thought there was a chance of a coming out party here. No such luck. Anemic. Just everything's anemic. Nothing dependable. And it's it's just a damn shame for an offense that led the league in points last year. Many thought could even take another step. Like It seemed natural regression was going to happen, but I didn't think they were going to. At this point, I think they're bottom 20 in terms of total scoring. Like It's it's not good. It is not good at all. And the schedule gets a little bit lighter. So I would say, yes, they're going to fall. But the schedule looking so soft after the Patriots this week. And it's not like that's that scary. That's real. Bad beer burp right there. Oh, That's all right. Um, but but after the Pats, which is still, again, not that scary of a matchup, I do think the Ravens could be some intriguing by lows because uh, that offense could spark. But, yeah, you, you got to give them a down air on the rest of the season big board uh, from here on out. Those were the, the ones I think we had. Is there yep. any others on the that list? Was it. That was it. We got a waiver wire thing if you want to just run – if you want me to run down and just tell you the percent owned there are. Curtis yeah, Samuel. Yeah, I, I got he, the names. He's a pride. We got Curtis oh, okay. Samuel. 29% owned. He's definitely the top guy. Can I make a point on Samuel real quick? I said he would nine for a buck oh five and a touchdown. His last five weeks in PPR scoring going five weeks back in order have been eight points, 10 points, 16 points, 21 points, and this week, 27 points. It's going to peak at some point. It's not going to do that forever, but you know, you're seeing a real trend and you can't ignore that trend. If you can pick this guy up, you need to. And, And the real thing too is, People concerned, myself included, I didn't play him because Christian McCaffrey's back, right? So is he going to, Samuel, still get some of that backfield involvement? But yeah, I mean, he was in the backfield. He was motioning all over the place. He's really carving out his role. And this offense just keeps finding its groove more and more by the week. Um, so I, I don't think this is anomaly. I think he's, dare I say, more valuable than DJ Moore moving forward. Like, Yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. Teddy Big Dick slinging it around to him. We just got to accept it. Duke Johnson also uh, with David Johnson getting a concussion. I don't love Duke Johnson, but starting running back volume, starting running back volume. We've all been hoping to see Duke Johnson get unleashed. I think the guy is 10 years now. Exactly. (laughs) As soon as we think it's going to happen, they're going to hand it to the fucking some bum. Dr. Foreman will come back. These are the Titans now. But uh, yeah, Duke Johnson. Uh, could be like an, an RB2 just based on volume. That offense is putting up its points. He found the end zone today. Uh, so he's intriguing. We mentioned Drew Locke and that offense sparking. Very tasty. I think top six schedule moving forward for quarterbacks. Uh, and he can get it done in these matchups. The defense is kind of crumbling, which helps create those shootouts that we love to see. So I like Drew Locke, 13% owned. If you're having quarterback troubles, very intriguing. Uh, last two, though. Kalen Balaj, is this the new you you started Justin Jackson, so you're very well aware of this man, Kalen Balaj. Oh. I mean, oh. he was he was okay. I he mean put up like 17 points, I, yeah, I, I want to say. He was this, fine. This, Justin Jackson put up 17 last week. And I that's think. what it is, is it true main pope? Is it, it just, so I don't I don't want to go blow my complete load on Kalen Balaj, but this offense is putting up backfield points. It's just a matter of who's it gonna fucking be. And next week it'll be some nobody, it'll be Josh Kelly. Josh Kelly, who you fucking right. love. 
You love oh, him. Fuck, fuck you Josh love Kelly. Her. What a fucking loser. Uh, he's, he's one name. The last one, Irv Smith finding two touchdowns at such a barren position. It seems like he's getting more and more involved by the week. Yeah, Rudolph's still there, which he got traded. Uh, but oh, I, yeah. I guess Richie James, too. I mean, I think to me, he's the fool's gold of the week. Like, he kind of stepped into IU's role and dominated, was used. And, and it's so frustrating because I'm an IU owner. It's like, this is what he would have been doing 185 yards. Like, fuck. <laughs> lead, the, lead the league in week nine receiving. Yeah. Uh, it would have been awesome to see IU do that. But I think with when he's back, I don't see Richie James continuing to do this. Uh, Debo's coming back. He's the one that looks awesome, but most people should recognize like that's that's going to be by far an anomaly um, at this point. We covered the two the injuries, but let's get to the mailbag uh, in a second. Just making sure you guys know, David Johnson exited with a cushion, did not return. Preston Williams was carded the locker room. That one looked season ending. Yep. Uh, you know, hopefully not that relying on him, but it looked like he was finally getting it together at a touchdown. Justin Jackson exits. He returned, I think. But for didn't one, put up play, any for yeah. one play just to flip me the double middle finger. Exactly. Yeah. It's just, hey, truth. Fuck you. <laughs> not going to touch the ball right. here. Uh, Montgomery left after another classic all nothing. Just This actually was reporting that they didn't actually realize he was gone for a quarter and a half. <laughs> exactly. It was a quarter like, and a half. Has anybody seen David? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like he hasn't done much. Oh, yeah. He's been in the locker room for the last 25 minutes of gameplay. Best graphic of all time, too, that one that's like feet of Saquon and vision of like, you know, Dalvin Cook. And so remember that Frankenstein? I don't know if you've ever seen yeah. it, but they literally he has the pieces of all the best running backs. He is fucking horrible. And LaVisca Chenault left with a hamstring injury, uh, did not get it cooking with Jake Lutton. And last one, Kyle Allen. Not that you're probably starting Kyle Allen unless you're oh, a two quarterback. Here goes my playoff run. Right, exactly. My, my brother Sam was actually starting him today, and I had to just like – uh it was a brutal looking injury. I guess it's, you know, not quite as bad as it looked initially, but certainly looks like he's done for the year, uh, which he was getting that offense kind of humming oh, come on. a little bit, but no, it it's, yeah, at the end of the day, that's nothing. <laughs> big. So, Alrighty guys, Wolfpack. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, I, of course, am the, the, uh, the wolf <laughs> can't even get my sound off right here. I uh, just pumped to see what Antonio Brown does tonight, but you can find all our work. Roastryjournal.com. We breed and feed fantasy wolves and the fantasy fullback dive podcast. Pave your path to 2020 titles. All our social media is Roto Street Journal, Roto Street Wolf on Twitter. You can get me personally. I uh, Roto Street Tooth on Twitter as well. If you want to DM him, uh, Thank you guys though, so much. It always is awesome winding it down, keeping that like nice little 20, 30 minute gap. Just getting, getting the crew. It's like our usual guys come in and have a couple beers with us and get ready for the next game. So it's a great little Sunday tradition. So thank you guys. It makes Love our it. Sunday to have you join us. So I'm the wolf. I'm the truth. Later guys. We used to have it all, but now's our curtain call. So hold for the applause. Oh, 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 oh. And wave out to the crowd. Take our final bow Oh, it's our time to go But at least we stole the show 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 Old-fashioned football right there, folks.